Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests to have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Nissan Cher on the line, and he is the CEO and founder over at Wevo. Nissan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Adam. Pleasure to join you. Fantastic. So uh, I'm excited to get into today's topic. So we're going to talk about how uh, CMOs out there can really capitalize on a changing marketing landscape. Uh, but before we do that, let's go a little bit further into Wevo. So tell us a little bit more about the company and how you got started. Absolutely. Um, Adam, Wevo is a platform for optimizing customer experiences before they even launch. Um, we've, through, through basically the set of experiences uh, co-founder and Alan had before at Skype, Constant Contact, and other places, we saw how challenging it is to rapidly understand changing customer needs uh, and design websites, online experiences, and, and campaigns that truly target them in a meaningful way. There's been a lot of tools out there, um, uh, A-B testing, market research tools uh, that help on this problem, but there really hasn't been a tool that enables you to optimize those experiences before going live, which is what Wevo is all about. And so at the end of this, uh, I'm gonna, at the, at the end of this interview, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to leave either social media or website or, you know, I want people to connect with you and really learn more and do a deeper dive on Wevo. Only so much we can do in, you know, a 10 to 15 minute podcast episode, but, um, I do want to make sure that the right types of organizations do connect with you. So what's typically a good fit in terms of client for Wevo, whether it's client size or niche or, you know, that kind of stuff. What makes a good client for Wevo? Yeah. So the clients that we find gain the most from Wevo are customer are companies that sell to consumers or to small and medium sized businesses. Uh, typically, Fortune 5000, I would say, so fairly large companies are the companies that use us most. Uh, just to mention a few: Mastercard, Intuit, PayPal, uh, Fidelity, and 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 others. Um, so it's typically the larger companies, and the groups that use us are typically the marketing team, the product team, customer experience teams, the ones that want to hear and understand from their customers what is going to be the most meaningful experience for them online. 
Wonderful. And so let, let's go a little bit further into some of these people because um, I know that the um, I know that the business landscape is changing and it's changing rapidly. And platforms like Revo are becoming more and more crucial for the client type that you described. So tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing in the overall business landscape. Yeah, Adam, there are two changes that are that are that are very apparent. Uh, the one is more and more people are going online to do everything from shopping to dating to mm-hmm. finding the right uh, experiences and products and and communities they want to engage in, and and this is uh, this process is accelerating over the past few years, both in the United States and internationally. The second challenge, that, the second phenomenon we're seeing is that user needs and user expectations are changing all the time as well. It's not like they go online and everybody is shopping and behaving the same way. I mean, if I just showed you a website from three years ago, you'd probably be able to differentiate it very quickly from a website that was created yesterday. Those needs and expectations that are changing all the time create a real challenge for marketers and for product owners that need to keep up to speed with what it is that their customers need. What they created two years ago is is likely out of date and, and suboptimal at this point. So what, where did, if somebody's listening and they, they fall in that line, like they fall in that, they're like, okay, we, we haven't really refreshed or we haven't updated and we haven't, we're falling a little bit behind. What are some, and obviously this is, there's no magic bullet. So I'm not saying that this is a one size fit all thing, but I do know that, you know, there's a, a mindset or a strategy or a theme around how to start getting back up to date. What are some things that somebody should just be start thinking about um, or having the discussions um, with their team about in terms of like, really coming to present day? Yeah, so first of all, it's a, it's a mindset. It's a culture in an organization to say, we are not our customers. We know probably 100 times more than our average customer about our mm-hmm. product. We understand our marketing materials 100 times better than they do. And, it's, and we recognize that it's really hard for us, however talented we may be, to get into the minds of our customer. Um, you know, you just have to look at the fact, I believe it's 64% of Americans believe that their uh, intelligence is higher than average, right? We have an internal bias to believe that we know better. And mm-hmm. the first thing we, we recommend and the first thing we see amongst the customers that, that approach Wevo is that, is that modesty and that recognition, we need to hear from our customers, we need to understand from them what is going to be most effective from them. Um, the typical areas that we see come up first in that engagement and in that discussion is, first of all, clarity of the materials. So mm-hmm. how, to what extent do, do, do users that are new to the product or potentially new to the brand understand the messaging and the differentiation uh, of the brand versus what many times I'm sure you've experienced going to different websites is, is what we refer to as marketing gobbledygook, right? You see all these words and you don't understand what they mean. Um, so I'd say clarity is one. Uh, the second area is around just plain appeal. You know, competition is out there, changing continuously. New products are coming out. Alternatives are coming out. Our, you know, the rate of innovation is accelerating. Uh, and, and making sure that the customer finds different segments, find your product to be appealing is, is a key point. The third, and especially in the past few years, is is credibility, trustworthiness, that they believe that you will take care of their needs, that you can deliver on your promise, um, and and that if they work with you, they can be secure. 
So can you tell me a little bit more about, I feel like CMOs nowadays, I want to talk to the CMOs that are listening and, you know, their, I feel like their role is becoming more and more complex and they're getting more and more on their plate than ever before. When you think about digital, what digital used to mean, and now they're, and now they're, for, and, and digital keeps evolving and it's evolving rapidly, right? So a new platform comes out and all of a sudden digital is different. Now we have to think about 15 second videos and does that make sense for our company? Whereas in the past we were making maybe decisions on an advertising budget for magazines, right? So it moves fast. The new platforms launch and all of a sudden the CMO is taxed with, hey, figure this out. Can you talk a little bit more about the evolving role of the CMO? Because I feel like we don't talk about that enough and you have a unique vantage point considering that you work with so many of them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, stats show the, the role CMOs is the shortest lived uh, position in the C-suite. Uh, and, and a lot of it is due to the fact that they have a very challenging role. They, there's more and more uh, data that they have access to, but it's not always obvious what the signal is versus the data, right? What's the signal versus the noise? Um, and, and I love a quote from Nate Silver's book, um, uh, signal, f- signal versus the noise, uh, in which he talks about the fox versus the hedgehog. And the, the fox is the one, the hedgehog has one tool at their disposal that they use time and time again, right? The fox, on the other hand, is cunning and is willing to look at different options and, and assume that, that they don't know the first answer from the get-go and willing to take in new tools and new um, uh, challenges and new data continuously. And, and I would say that the CMOs of today need to be closer to the FOX. They need to understand that there are multiple sources of information. Yes, it needs to be data-driven. Yes, they have to listen closely to the stakeholders in their organization. But they, more than ever in this world's competitive landscape, they have to be close to their customers. And, and what we try and do at Wevo is provide them that insight, is the ability to pinpoint why it is that their customers are not engaging with their material, why that is, where that is on the page, where that is during the experience, and and even give them the tool to optimize those experiences to choose A is better than B or to create options C and D that are better than what they have currently, even before launching the next campaign, even before launching the next product. Wonderful. Well, Nitan, I know we just warmed up and I can talk to you all day long, but we're about out of time on this episode. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Wevo or to connect with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Best way you can, on our website, sign up, uh, engage with the chats, or honestly, just write me an email. I'm at Nitan at uh, N-I-T-Z-A-N at WevoConversion.com, and I'll be happy to talk. Wonderful. Well, Nitan, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today and appreciate you um, taking some time to tell us a little bit more about Wevo and your journey. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button, especially if you're a first-time listener. I have a lot more great guests coming up for you. Definitely love to have you come back and check out some more episodes. Don't want you to miss out. And uh, Nitan, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Adam. <laughs>